From the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in downtown Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this is Making a Difference, and I'm Dr. Shelton Smith. It's a great joy and delight today to be here and spend some time, and I trust that as we open the Bible today, we'll have some good things for you. We believe that every day we can make a difference. That's why we call our program Making a Difference. We borrow that statement from the little book of Jude in the New Testament, and making a difference means that we're spreading the gospel, we're preaching the Word of God, teaching the whole counsel of God, doing all that we can to magnify the Lord Jesus, the Savior, promoting biblical values, and taking a stand on all kinds of things, demonstrating the Christian lifestyle, just living clean, holy, upright Christian lives, and promoting solidly fundamental local churches, and saluting people who are faithful, the kind of things that we should honor in terms of this person is a good example. We honor people who deserve to be honored, and we thank the Lord for the privilege of the airtime on this station and trust that we can be a blessing to you every single day. Now, for a couple of days here, we've been looking at Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, a very famous passage, and we're looking at it in the context of the chapter in which it's set. And so far, We've taken time to look at 14 negative statements that are in that chapter, 14 of them, where it says, basically, don't do this, don't do it this way, don't let this happen in your life. We've looked at those clearly. Now we're going to back up and look at the positive statements that are in the chapter, and there are a number of them. So we get to that in just a moment. Let me remind you that the National Sword of the Lord Conference is just 11 days away. We are just about there. National Sword of the Lord Conference in Winston-Salem, actually in Walkertown, one of the suburbs, at the great Gospel Light Baptist Church, beautiful auditorium, great facilities, and we look forward to having many of you there. No registration fees, no fees of any kind. Every person's a walk-in. Every seat's a free seat, and we encourage you to come. Great preaching, service after service, great music, none of the foolish stuff going on, good, solid, traditional Christian music, and a lot of instructive things that will be helpful to you, to your family, to your church, and I hope that you'll plan to be with us. We're looking forward to it, July 18 through 21. Now, let's look at the passage in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. We've borrowed that little phrase, in all thy ways, because we believe that every single portion of our life, our business, everything we do, it should be designed and following the design that the Lord has laid out for us. So in this passage here, in this chapter, we have found a number of things. 14 negative things, and now we're going to look at the positive things. Very frankly, negative things sometimes bug us. We look at those and we say, well, why do we have to be so negative? Well, there are things that we just simply need to say, don't. Don't do that. Don't go there. Don't run with that. We need that. We have to have that. We cannot get by just on positive things. We have to look at all of those, and they're laid out here in the Bible. There's no question the Lord wants us to have all of the information we need, and that means the negative as well as the positive. You go check your automobile, and the battery has a negative post and a positive post on it, and the engine will not start if you don't have both of them. You have to have both, and that's true in the Christian life as well. So let's look at the positive statements, starting in verse number one, 
when he says, let thine heart keep my commandments. Now notice, there's a negative statement preceding that, but then the positive statement, he says, and go do this. And what he's saying is, let thine heart keep my commandments. So we're looking at surrendering ourself deep within ourself, I mean, to the uttermost depths of our being, we are surrendering our heart to do the things that God lays out that he tells us are his way, his commandments, his laws, everything the Lord tells us. The Bible says here, it's not enough for us to just skate across the surface and do things in a superficial way. He wants it to permeate us. He wants it to become the delight of our being. In fact, you may remember in Psalm chapter 1, it talks about how the blessed man does what he does. And one of the things that it says is that his delight is in the law of the Lord. And that's where we need to head, friend. We need to get to the place where that whatever God says delights us. We are happy to hear that. I remember some things that my dad said to me, some things my mother said to me, times when I really didn't want to hear what they had to say because it kind of went against the grain of a growing boy. But then there came a point in time where I grew up a little bit and I began to say, well, even if they're telling me something that I don't necessarily want to hear, I should look at it because it is them saying it and because it's dad saying it and mom saying it and I ought to take it to heart and run with it and do so delightfully. And I'm telling you, my My whole experience as a growing boy and as a teenager took on a whole new aura. I mean, it had a whole new dimension to it simply because that I decided one day that whatever dad and mom said was the way to go. And it made all the difference for me and probably made some difference for them as well because I was not resisting anything they had to say. So what you and I need to do is surrender our heart to follow the ways of the Lord and his commandments, whatever he says, whatever principles he lays down, those ought to become the joy and the delight of our heart. Now, the second positive statement is made in verse number three, where he says, talks about mercy and truth, and he tells us to bind them about the neck and write them upon the table of thine heart. Mercy and truth are two precious commodities. We've already looked at the negative side of that where he said, don't let them forsake you. But now he's saying, bind them to you and etch them on your heart. These are two very important statements. Bind them upon thy neck, he says. This means you are to tie yourself to them so that you don't let them get loose. You don't let them get away from you. You don't walk away. You don't let yourself go anywhere without taking along the commodities of mercy and truth. If you will live based upon those two principles, you're going to be basing your life upon absolute solid foundational principles. And I'm telling you, those two things are going to stand you in good stead many, many times along the way. So he says, bind them to you. Tie yourself to them. Don't let them even begin to slip a little bit. And then he says, etch them on your heart. And once again, it has to be more than skin deep. It's got to be deep in the innermost part of your being, down deep inside where the real you really lives. You ought to be thinking like God thinks and thinking the thoughts that he would have you to think and just building everything with a wholehearted commitment to the Lord. Now, the third positive statement is in the text that we've been talking about so much in verse 5, where he says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. So look at this now. In verse number 1, he said the commandments of God 
ought to be embraced with a whole heart. In that third verse, he talked about mercy and truth and said, bind it to you. Don't let it get away from you. Stay tied to it. Write it upon your heart. Well, here in verse 5, he says, and trust the Lord with your whole heart. It's one thing to follow the Lord. It's one thing to obey the Lord. And it's another thing to trust him. When he tells us, go down this trail. Sometimes we can't see the end of the road. When he says to us, this is the right way. We're looking around us and everybody else is doing something else. And we have to ask ourselves, why should I go do that when everybody else on my street is doing something exactly the opposite? Well, the reason that we do that is because we have learned that the Lord is God and he can be trusted. And so in our everyday experience, day by day in our life, what do we do? We listen to him and we trust him. I think about so many of the great promises of God, and the Bible is full of God's promises. He has promised and promised and promised, and I'm going to tell you, the Lord is not a politician in this regard. He doesn't promise one thing and then go do something else. He's not somebody who will just say one thing to you and then uh, go do exactly the opposite. And by the way, not all politicians do either. We have some good people in office who live by their word. I know some of them and thank the Lord for them. But uh, sometimes, you know, we've seen it the other way, way, way too often. In fact, almost a wholesale kind of a way. And that's never the case with God. What he tells you, you can count on it. You can take it to the bank, make the deposit, and write a check on it anytime you want to. That's just my way of saying you can depend on him. You can trust him. You can do what you need to do every step of the way, looking to the Lord, hearing what he has to say, and then just saying, Whatever advice you're getting that's different to that, don't go with it. Listen to the Lord and trust Him. He knows what's down the road. He knows where the potholes are. He knows where the things are that might bring you hurt and harm. And so if you'll follow the Lord, He will help you. And basically, this passage just simply says that He'll direct your paths. He'll help you to know how to keep things going the right direction. So we're going to trust the Lord wholeheartedly. And then the next positive statement is in verse 6, where it says, And He shall direct thy paths. So you and I have the privilege of committing every aspect of our life to the Lord and walking the walk in all the ways that he lays out. I like this statement, in all thy ways. Uh, you know, sometimes we're out in the country, we're on a little narrow road. There are other times that we're out on a big wide interstate with several lanes of traffic going in the same direction that we're going and others going in the other direction. And we see all kinds of people, I mean, huge crowds, traffic jams, all of that. But what the Bible's telling me here is this, whether I'm out on some little lonely road or on some big busy freeway, I can count on the Lord to direct me about where I put my feet whether it's the dark of the night or the light of the day, whether I've got money in the bank or whether I'm broke, whether I have friends or whether I've been deserted, it doesn't matter. If we trust the Lord like we ought to with our whole heart, follow him in the ways that he's laid out. I'm talking about his commandments. I'm talking about his laws, all of the things that God's given us. If we'll do that in all thy ways, that means in marriage, that means in parenting, that means in education, that means in business, that means in church-related things, in all thy ways, whatever's going on in your life, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. I mean, it's the same, summer, winter, fall, and spring, in all thy ways, 
acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. It's a pretty good promise. It's a great plan, and it's a wonderful, wonderful promise. So you and I have the responsibility to get our heart with the Lord, not just our body, not just our physical presence, but we need to get things very deeply entrenched with the Lord, so committed to him that it's a matter of the heart with us. You know, character is something that's down deep inside. You can do something on the outside superficially when somebody's looking and say, well, I did it to please them. Or you can have things so deeply within you that it's there in the uttermost depths of your heart. It is who you are, whether anybody's looking or not. And that's exactly what the Lord is after here, to get us to the point where we have character that is deep, deep, deep within us. And that being the case, we have every reason to be excited and to be thankful. And we will be thankful because I'm telling you, it means you will miss some things. There's some things that'll come to a lot of people you're not going to have because you've been on the right trail. You've been on a good track. And that's why we make such a to-do about this precious text. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not into thine own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Now, we've looked here at four of these positive statements. There are five more. We'll look at those tomorrow. And I trust that when we look at them, we'll have the picture here. All of these negative statements and all of these positive statements together, they make a composite package of good things that will strengthen us in our Christian life and in our walk with the Lord. So looking forward to tomorrow, but in the meantime, I hope that you'll write me a note. Let me know that you hear the broadcast. Questions you have, whatever, do write. I'll be glad to hear from you. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. The email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Until tomorrow, God bless you. Have a good rest of this day and goodbye for now.